The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations. Handoff running right is Corbin. Big hole to the right. 50, 40, 30, 20. Reggie Corbin has done it again. Touchdown, Illinois. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Rush on, throws, and it's intercepted! Intercepted by Illinois! Delay Harding! Today, the Illini are back home for their final non-conference game against the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Brandon Peters, back to pass, throws over the middle, got a man, touchdown! Trayvon Sidney! Welcome to Champaign! Touchdown, Illinois! Now, from Grange Grove, outside Historic Memorial Stadium, Here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good morning, everybody. The gates to Memorial Stadium are open. The countdown to kickoff is running as we begin our coverage of pregame activities leading up to kickoff for game number three of the Illini today against the Eastern Michigan Eagles. How you doing, everybody? I'm Scott Beatty. Welcome to the Fighting Illini game day coverage and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We are live in Grange Grove outside memorial stadium sun is shining bright it's a little actually toasty out here but that's just fine lots of hustle and bustle the illini today looking to start the season three and all for the first time since 2011 after wins at home against akron and on the road last week against yukon eastern michigan coming in from the mac conference with a one and one record they lost last week to kentucky but gave them a game it is a program that upset Purdue last year and beat Rutgers two seasons ago. So let's get going with the opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. And we welcome in Michael Martin, former long snapper of the U of I and sideline reporter for the Illini as well. Good morning. And uh, ready for week three? Morning, Scott. It's good to be here. These EMU Eagles, you know, there's a lot of buzz right now about next week's night game against Nebraska on a Saturday night to open Big Ten play, but these Eagles, well, all week the line has been, this is going to be the toughest team the Illini have seen, and don't sleep on them. Yeah, uh, Eastern Michigan, they're, they're a really good team. Like you said, they've beaten two Big Ten teams in the last two years, and they're looking to uh, add another feather in their cap by beating Illinois today. But Illinois has got to come out and not let that happen. Most encouraging thing for the Illini coming out of last week for you? Uh, it would probably be, uh, I mean, I'm biased, but James McCourt in the kicking situation, <laughs> a 53-yard field goal to as time expired in the first half. Um, really good to see the special teams uh, executing well. Dre Brown also on special teams. Uh, he's coming for, uh, coming for some records on kick return. Um, really good to see. Uh, offense, they, they battled back after being down 13-0. Um, that's, that's key. Uh, last year, that team probably wouldn't have done that. Uh, battling through adversity. Um, on that offense and defense just tightening it up. On the other side, the concerns that came out of last week was, like you said, defense and especially defending the pass. Yeah, a uh, little thin at the uh, at secondary, um, but the front line, um, front seven, they've been 
uh, wreaking havoc on opposing players. And with Eastern Michigan's pass attack, it'll be key for guys like Jamal Milan and uh, Wole Batiku to uh, pressure that quarterback so he can't execute as well as he has in the past. We'll see, too, if we get Reggie Corbin on the field today. That's the opening drive, Michael. We'll talk to you in just a little bit for the keys of the game. I'll be here. We're underway. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show for all of your retirement and planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialists. Next up, we'll hear from the coaches on both sides of the coaches' corner. That's next. Fighting Illini game day of the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Illinois and Eastern Michigan squaring off for the first time ever today. EMU, a program with two wins over Big Ten opponents in the last two years under their fifth-year head coach, Chris Creighton. Still the Illini favorite in this game. Let's hear what the coaches on both sides are saying. It's the coach's corner. Brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window in Hickory Point Bank. We start with a look back at last Saturday's road win over UConn. Illini offensive coordinator Rod Smith says Illinois showed something about themselves in the comeback win. I think we found out about our whole team. Um, you went on the road, got in the hole 13-0. Nobody panicked. Kids were resilient. Made adjustments we need to. Brandon started making plays. Whiteouts made plays. O-line did a really good job for the most part all day. I think our guys did a very good job in facing your first test of adversity. Listen, every, every game there's, there's going to be some there's going to be some adversity our guys have got to uh, encounter, and I think that was the first one. I thought our guys responded well to it. Today's opponent, Eastern Michigan, features a senior quarterback in Mike Glass who can throw really well. Illini head coach Lovey Smith, though, says it's hard to anticipate their game plan. They passed a lot more this past week against Kentucky. The week before, though, they had more of a run emphasis then. So I, I think you go into games, you never know for sure what you're going to see. You just assume that. A team may come out and just be committed to the run. You need to be sound there and be able to play it. In the ideal world, I mean, when a team gets in a passing situation there, a lot of times they're behind. And, of course, you would like to be in that position. That was the case this past week against Kentucky. We'll see how it plays out. Eastern Michigan's head coach, Chris Creighton, says he has a similar challenge facing Illinois. You know, it's another another program that we're going up against that uh, that's really good. I mean, I would add to that that their quarterback's thrown seven touchdowns and, and one interception. Um, so they've got really good balance. You know, if you can make a team one-dimensional, you know, it can be a lot easier. But these guys um, are very effective in the, in the pass game as well. Uh, so, again, we're going to have to defend the whole field. Quarterback can, can run the ball, not like Kentucky's, but you still have to uh, be aware of him. So it's going to be a, a full defensive effort. You know, we've got to stop the run and the pass and, again, keep the ball in front of us. Creighton adds it's hard to run against the Illini, who are allowing just 1.1 yards per carry. Their defensive front uh, is very active, lots of movement, um, really good athletes. It's very well coordinated, um, so it'll be a challenge. Back on the Illinois side, Rod Smith emphasizes there's no reason to look past EMU and ahead to Nebraska. This team's legit. Um, they beat Purdue last year. Uh, they've been in multiple bowl games. You know, just watch the film. Turn the film on. Watch how hard they play, how sound they are fundamentally. This will be the best team we've played this year. We better be ready to roll. And the Eagles' defense? They're very fundamentally sound in their, in their techniques and tackling. They play extremely hard, and they're never really out of position. They're always in position. 
It's three characteristics of great coaches, in my opinion. And that's the coach's corner in a moment. Brian Barnhart and Lauren Tate are here for the first word. We'll also visit with former Illini Chunky Clements. That's next, Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. And we are back in Illinois and Eastern Michigan today. We're live from Grange Grove right outside the Memorial Stadium. It's time for our first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Brian Barnhart here, play-by-play -play voice for Illinois, along with News Gazette media columnist Lauren Tate. Great to see you guys. And it's week three. It's a beautiful day for football. It's hot, and that's okay. And Illinois looking to go 3-0 and for the first time since 2011. Yeah, it was 2011. They started 6-0 and that year. And uh, as they've played, uh, you know, Akron was at one level. I think Connecticut's at a different level on the road. And now you're playing a team today that is a, a good football team, good solid team that is, uh, you know, I don't know if they're favored to win the MAC, but their idea is that they're going to win the MAC or they're going to be disappointed this year after being in a bowl game. And this is also a team that has played a ton of close games in the last couple of years and won a lot of them, including a win at Purdue last year. Well, 50 passes last week against Kentucky at Kentucky. They're going to throw the ball, and Illinois is going to have to get a better pass rush from everybody else other than Batiku, okay? <laughs> we know he's going to be in there, but they need more than one guy because they're going to start double-teaming him. I see, I see that already happening where they're going to double-team him or, or use a tight end and chip with, a, with, a defensive, with an offensive backfield guy. Uh, offensively the key to me is getting the running game going uh, they're going to have Corbin back today and uh, the key thing is to to try to get moving after the two, first two games that didn't show much in in the running game well somebody that knew how to get a pass rush on was Chunky Clemens former Illini is back here with us uh, signing autographs in the autograph tent next door but kind enough to give us a few minutes good to see you how you been Oop, I'll turn on your mic there go ahead hello I've been great um been enjoying it, being back with the Illini Nation, seeing all our great fans coming out to support us. It makes me feel like back when I was back getting on the field. <laughs> yeah, it is it, uh, do you miss it here, the, the college uh, football side of things? Because I know you've been uh, with several NFL teams recently. Yeah, um, I think just the Illini experience. When you, you know, college is just so much more the fans are, have things invested in the team, and they come back and they support us so much. And I just think miss the camaraderie of the team, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, a little it, bit. It's a little more business in, yes, the, in the NFL side. A lot more business. Brotherhood more on the, the college side? College is, yes. It's for the brotherhood. Like, Illini have done so much for me, has, has taught me so much, and I appreciate that. You know, once you get into the NFL side of things, it's, it's all about the business. For here, it's all about the camaraderie, and it's all about growing up together. Chunky Clements is with us here on the uh, on Fighting Illini game. Well, I want to ask Chunky, what do you think about all these transfers coming in the, uh, through the – you didn't have a transfer portal when you played, did they? Oh, no, no, we didn't. But, <laughs> I mean, anybody who wants to join the family and fits our mode that we're trying to build here, we accept them. We appreciate them from coming, and we, we love the hard work that they put in. They really fit the nice uh, – they fit positions where Illinois needed help. Exactly, especially uh, Wale, the defensive end. Mm -hmm. he, he's been great. Uh, we got a few other guys that came in, so I, I think they've been good additions to the team, and they've already showed their value. Obviously, it helps to have great athletes, but what's the key to getting pressure, to making that havoc work up front? 
Um, what we would like to say, man, you got to be uncomfortable. You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable and just relentless pursuit, man. You just got to go. Sometimes it doesn't always seem like it's going to be there, but you never know when your DBs are going to make a play for you and the quarterback got to hold it for that extra second. And if you stop, you miss that extra second. So you just got to have relentless pursuit to the ball. So somebody like Batiku, who he's known now. He's leading the country in sacks and, mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, and like Lauren said, he's probably going to start getting double teamed a lot. Sure. When you know that's coming. What are the options for the rest of the defensive line? Um, so now Jamal Milan, Jamal Woods, they got to make plays. They got to free him up. We got to scheme it. So with, with stunts and, and line pressures and movements to, to, get him, to get him open. So the coach is going to have to do a good job of finding better ways to get him open and get him some one-on-one -on -one rushes. So however we have to do that, disguise that, that's what we're going to have to do to get him some one-on-one -on -one so he can win. Milan's had some injuries in the last couple of years, and he says right now he's as healthy as he's been since his freshman year. Did you? How much does that affect how you play? When, you know, when you're always dealing with injuries as the season goes on. Um, I feel like in D line, man, it's always going to be injuries. You're always going to yeah. hurt something because we we get the brunt of it for the most yep. part. D line, offensive line. So I just think, man, when you and that mindset that he has that he feels healthy, that's the best part. If you mentally feel that way, not to my team, you're gonna play better. Well, Illinois played, you know, with no disrespect, quote lesser competition in the first two ball mm -hmm. games, but the defense is statistically much better are they passing the eye test can you say yes this is a much better defense i believe so much better than they were a year ago um i think we still have a lot to prove this this team up uh that we played today has a good offensive line i think they're about six four six five across the board so they, they looked the part and as long as the d-line keeps putting on pressure d-line keeps doing their job we're gonna win some games Hey, Chunky, really appreciate you spending some time, and I know the fans appreciate you signing autographs, too. And For sure. Yeah, enjoy the time. Best of luck to you, too, in your, you. your yeah. future endeavors here. By the way, in the NFL, did they call you Chunky there, too? Yes, sir. Chunky okay. everywhere. Yes, sir. And he's got a nice-looking beard. It's not a Lovey Smith beard, but it's, uh, it's pretty there. close. It's huh? not, yeah, not, not quite as good as Lovey's, but I'm trying to get there. One <laughs> not as white. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Chuck. Enjoy the day and right. enjoy the game. Brian, we'll hear you upstairs. Right. Lauren, Thank thanks you. a lot. All right. That's the first word from Harriet's Rents, tents, and events in a moment. Our keys to the game with Michael Martin. And we'll hear from receiver Josh Imator Bebe. That's straight ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Getting ready for the second home game of the year for the 2019 Illini, Illinois, and Eastern Michigan. Still to come, we'll look back at a QB who had a career day on this date. But right now, former All-American lineman Martin O'Donnell, radio analyst for the Illini. And Michael, Michael Martin is back as well. We'll do our keys to the game here in a moment. Good to see you, Mar Michael. And, well, welcome. Good to see you again. And Martin, good to see you. you got too Scott, many Martins. Are we, are we okay here? Are you you going to make it? The M's are flying around Just here. say yeah. Martin will both respond. Great It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> good to see you. I asked this earlier uh, of Michael. Most encouraging thing you took away from last week? You know, I, th I think it's the ability to go and win a game on the road after going down 13-0. I mean, there's resiliency there. You know, I don't, I don't know what this team last year does, but, you know, I was certainly happy to see that, you know, especially Brandon Peters going in there, throwing the pick six on their second drive, but being able to turn around, get a couple more touchdown passes, you know, showing poise. Um, I think that's the encouraging thing. It's not easy to win football games. It's really not easy to win football games on the road. What's the level of concern for the pass defense? That's something Lovey mentioned this week that he wants to see better. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think with the pass defense, you know, a lot of it has to do with health right now. I think the guys that have been in there have done a pretty good job. You know, other teams have completed balls where, you know, there's been soft spots in the zones. But, you know, certainly if you have any concerns about your pass defense or the amount of bodies you can roll back through, roll through back there, pressure up front is what helps. And so that's what they've been doing. They've been getting to the quarterbacks through two weeks. I think they're going to need to keep that up. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I fully anticipate Eastern Michigan throwing the ball uh, all over the yard today. Yeah. All right, let's go to our keys to the game, and they're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Eastern Michigan, not a team to sleep on. A MAC team that's a pretty solid program. What's the keys today? Uh, for Illinois, it's coming out fast. Uh, Eastern Michigan, their past two games uh, in each of their first halves, uh, they've only scored once uh, in each respective game. Um, Illinois has got to come out fast, faster than they came out against UConn, and just lay the points on. Uh, after halftime, Eastern Michigan, they've uh, against Coastal Carolina, they came out and scored four times, and against Kentucky, they scored twice. Uh, so they really just got to come out fast. Martin? You know, I, I think for Illinois offensively, it's Reggie Corbin and getting him ready to go. You know, Lovey Smith went and said he's, he's ready to go today. So he is really such a key cog in this offense, and we really haven't seen the offense, I think, the way that Rod Smith, at least, and Lovey Smith have envisioned it this season. So I think it's, it's Reggie early. It's Reggie all the time getting him involved. And then defensively, I think it's going to be tackling in the open space. Mm -hmm. You know, Eastern Michigan is going to throw the ball around. Glass is a good quarterback. They're going to have to make those tackles in the open field. And I'll add just limiting the self-inflicted wounds, uh, even if – the celebration penalties, however you look at it, that it's uh, too strict of a rule, but a penalty is a penalty, and that's something you can avoid. So I, I would like to see the Illini avoid that today. And I think, I think they're favored. I think they should be able to beat EMU, but they're going to be a tough test. So Martin, we'll look forward to hearing you a little bit more from right here in Grange Grove in just a few minutes. Same for you, Michael, and on the sidelines as well. Enjoy the game. Thanks for having me. All right, Appreciate our it. keys to the game, they're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. And our coverage here continues in just a moment as we'll look back at the at this day in Illini history. Remember Jason Verdusco? He had his best day ever on this date in Illini history. I'll bring you some of that around the corner. But transfers have certainly made a big contribution for the Illini this season. One of them, wide receiver Josh Imatorbebe. He caught two touchdown passes last week. I spoke with him about his transition from USC. And although he is new here, his maturity and leadership is certainly evident. I know in previous times you've spoken, you felt leaving USC was a risk a bit, and this was an unknown for you. How does it feel at this point now? It feels good. It definitely feels good, and um, the future is looking brighter and brighter. Like you, you said, I said, like I didn't really know what was going to happen. I was just trusting and hoping for the best, and it feels great that it's starting to feel like, you know, I made the right decision in leaving and coming here. There's a couple of plays you made. In fact, your two touchdowns. I'm not sure that those plays are made last year by other people. How, how gratifying is it to know that you're a key receiver here? It's great. It is. It is. And um, it's a responsibility that I cherish. And um, I want to do the best that I can in the position that I'm at um, to, to continue to help this team. For a kid from Atlanta, Georgia area, going to USC, and somebody sounds like you have big goals athletically and maybe career-wise after that. What has Illinois felt like to you at this point? Does it feel like, I'm, I'm Illinois, I'm part of this, I'm, I'm part of this team, this culture? Is that something that still kind of comes with time? Yeah, no, um, definitely. Um, it, I feel like it's something that kind of comes with time, really just kind of getting used to 
being here in Champaign, being a part of this team and really just breaking down everything that I've ever done in my life and really just saying, all right, this is where I'm at right now and being happy with that. And that's not, and I am, and I'm starting to really grow into um, where I'm at right now in life, especially being here, you know, with this team. So, Is that a lesson to learn? Because this wasn't your original goal. This wasn't your dream, as you just talked about. You wanted to be in the NFL by now. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, definitely. I mean, it's just like what I've learned is really not to really just have like, I don't even know how to explain it other than in, in like this, this verse, this Bible verse that says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So for me, it's just like, I don't really like want something so much. I don't really desire something so much. I'm just kind of where I'm at and doing the best with what I have, you know, and, and really just, just being content and just working as hard as I can and being okay with the results. That's honestly all I can do. I can have the, 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 mo- the highest ambitions or the greatest desires to do this, be that, but, but, but all that's in the future and that stuff won't happen if I don't take care of today. So if anything, I put, took the pressure off of me from the future and the goals and the dreams and the ambitions that I set for myself and really just put that focus instead of it being on the future, put it on to the present and I'm just focusing on today. Tomorrow I'm gonna focus on tomorrow. The next day I'm gonna focus on the next day. Really live in the moment and then look up and see where I'm at. Thanks a lot for your time. Appreciate it. That's Illinois wide receiver Josh Imator Bebe. There's more to come in a moment. We'll look back on this day in Illini history right after this here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back. It's the Rudy Wealth Manager pregame show getting set for Illinois football this morning against Eastern Michigan. Time now for this day in Illinois football history. It's brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. Let's look back at some moments from September 14th, a date on which Illinois is 3-3 all time. The only winning season in the decade of the 1970s came in 1974 under head coach Bob Blackman. The Illini opened that 74 campaign on this date with a 16-0 shutout of Indiana to start the golden anniversary season for Memorial Stadium. Steve Green rushed for 121 yards, and Hoosier State products Chubby Phillips and Fuzzy Johnson each found the end zone for Illinois. And Tom Hicks led the Illini defense with 16 tackles, including four near the goal line. On this day in 1985, a near-capacity crowd at Memorial Stadium saw the Illini stave off an upset bid from Southern Illinois and beat the Salukis 28-25. Thomas Rooks rushed for 137 yards. In 1991, it was a career day for Illini quarterback Jason Verdusco, who threw for 431 yards in a loss to Mizzou. Albert Turner and John Wright each had more than 100 yards receiving. Wayne Larravee was one of the radio voices that day. Produsco takes off play action on first down from the 45, winds up, rain falls deep down the middle. He's got it. Albert Turner. Oh, yes. to the five. Touchdown. The performance by Verdusco still ranks as seventh best in passing for a single game. He ended up with more than 3,000 yards in 1991, and he's fifth all-time in career passing yards among Illini quarterbacks. That's this day in Illini football history, thanks to Mike Pearson for his research. There's more to come here as we turn our attention back to today's game between the Illini and Eastern Michigan. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, and Michael Martin are all standing by to take you up till kickoff at 11 a.m., I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the game for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show to take your calls and texts about what you saw today. Right here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations.